Hunt for the Wilder People. Uh, very excited about this episode. Uh, this this came about very organically uh, from last episode when we were talking about uh, poetic justice. One of the characters, the main characters of that film, is Tupac Shakur, and and uh, Abby brought up that in this film, uh, Ricky Baker's dog is named Tupac. And that's how we decided to watch the movie this week. Yes. Yeah. Um, very organic. <laughs> very this direct realm. connective tissue yeah. for why yeah, we watched this. <laughs> Tupac it. is so influential. Uh, yeah. I mean, it's, that's just this yeah. is exactly. an example of that. <laughs> exactly, Abby. Yeah, I feel like he's a big part of Ricky Baker's, uh, you know, whole makeup. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we'll literally get into all his later. clothes. His, all yeah, that jacket. The whole thing. Yeah, the whole thing. Uh, so yeah, let's get into it. Let's talk about first impressions. Um, um who wants to go first? Daily, you, you have go the, first. The, well, I you have the uh, you have the organic first impression because yeah. you're the only person that uh, hadn't seen it previously. Yeah. So uh, I have not seen this before, and it was my first time. I have seen other works um, from the director, of course. I've seen. Uh, what we do in the shadows, the movie and the TV show. I know he doesn't do the whole TV yeah. show, but I know he like supervises it in some way. Um, mm-hmm. And I've seen, um, I think that's it actually. Did you see Thor Ragnarok? No, yet? I haven't gotten to Thor Ragnarok yet. Cool. 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 Oh. Uh, so Eagle versus shark. Yeah, I think I have seen Eagle vs. Shark a long, yeah. long, long, long time ago. I haven't ago, seen that one. I gotta watch it. I haven't either, but I've heard of it. Um, so yeah, I don't have a huge, I don't have a ton of experience with the the director and writer, but I do really like what I've seen from Taika Waititi. So that being said, this movie is now one of my favorite movies of all time, for sure. Like it's up there. Like it's in my top, at least top twenty like best movies wow. i've ever seen i would say like it's that i just think it's that good right like i i just yeah. like yeah. It, it's hard yeah. not to put it up there with your favorite movies you know mm-hmm. like it's an instant instant favorite when you watch it like i knew like yeah. i feel like 30 minutes in that i was like this is just something special and it's so good and you yeah. can totally see like just from the few other things i've seen from the 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 director and writer that the influence like his style is very apparent you know mm-hmm. and like mm-hmm. i see stuff in this that i saw and not just the like directing the on the with the camera movements it's also just like the acting too like the way yeah. and it's the way it's written is very like of a certain you know ilk and uh this is 
just as good as everything else and i love it probably more than what we do in the shadows and i can't i really just need to do a deep dive and just watch everything that he's made so yeah that's my first impression it was fantastic nice cool i'll go next to being the next most separated because avi's actually the person that told me about this film yeah uh, referencing specifically cool yeah that must have been amazing yeah, that's really uh, cool. You were telling me about it, referencing specifically that 360 sort of shot where yeah. they kind of continually come into frame, which we'll get into. But you were telling me about that shot, and I thought, oh, that sounds. I'd seen, I'd seen like it come up on Netflix or something, but had never watched it. And uh, you told me about that, and I was like, okay, that sounds really cool. And having no idea that I would be like uh, so swiftly in love and charmed by the film. Uh, just right away, like the whole kicking stuff, uh, burning stuff, like that, that, just that <laughs> whole, oh my god, that whole sequence of lines. I was like, "This is excellent. This it's is like so... gonna really crack me up." It's so funny. Um, yeah. I love that actress too, who's like the social worker. She's incredible. <laughs> I love um, when she's being interviewed on TV. <laughs> yeah, she's like, "He's capable of kicking stuff, stealing stuff." <laughs> burning stuff <laughs> loitering and graffiti on stuff yeah, yeah. <laughs> they're like okay <laughs> yeah uh, just like the, the cast the the like the filmmaking the writing the music it it was instantly a, a classic and a hit for me i loved it mm. oh the music yeah i didn't the yeah. music is so good in this movie. Ricky yeah. Baker. <laughs> Once like rejected, a... now accepted the... by I don't me. remember the name of the band that like was that did a lot of the soundtrack for this. Oh, I, I have remember... this pulled up earlier. We have it. Okay. Oh, let me see. If, if it's in your fun facts, we can wait. No, no, no. I just was listening to the soundtrack earlier. Um, it's good. <laughs> it's Moniker. Moniker, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I love yeah. the first song, like that instrumental kind of track that plays mm -hmm. when uh, I think it's when Ricky first runs away. Um, yeah. But that track, when I when that hit, I was like, oh, Ricky shit. runs. The music is so, going to be so good in this movie. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, and it's consistently yeah. good throughout. But yeah, that's uh, oh, that's yeah. my first impression. I am I just I'm smitten right away. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I would say the same. I like. I saw this movie in theaters. I think I saw it at the Bell Court, like very spontaneously. I was just like, "Oh, I'm gonna see a movie tonight. We'll see what it's gonna be." And I looked at all the available trailers, and I was like, "This one for sure." Nice, nice. So I saw it in love right away. Like, I, it did not take long, and I knew this was gonna be on like my top twenty as well. Like, I was just like. I was kind of obsessed with this movie after I saw it. I feel like I told so many people about it. I listened to mm -hmm. Moniker a lot. Mm -hmm. I just, like, talked in a fucking New Zealand accent for a while. I feel like <laughs> I feel like it's just so heartwarming and so funny and so entertaining. And it's, like, um, so, like, I watched it yesterday again. It's probably the fifth time I saw it. Um... I remember actually, like, right after I moved in to where I'm living, I was hanging out with Lana. This is before we started dating. This is before we, like, knew we liked each other, really. 
we were just the two of us were hanging out and we turned on this movie because we'd both seen it and it was so sweet and we just like watched it and i don't know it's like an early early pre-relationship memory i have to bonding yeah um it's just such a good movie it's so well done in all aspects like literally the soundtrack the directing the writing the cinematography is wonderful that Mm -hmm. that shot that 360 shot yeah just like had you know you have extras for every character in that shot and i like it's so impressive and like um you have to think the whole crew is running around behind the camera like as it's like turning too so it's just like you know really special and this is such a unique film i like i really love it um i i I see myself watching it many times in the future and showing it to people that haven't heard of it before you know yeah for sure um yeah it's a it's a must see i agree i i think so i've recommended it to everyone and uh (laughs) i've never i've not gotten a uh like a sour review from from it how could how could i you know you know, yeah. strangely enough, w- one of the things that kind of turned me off from this movie was just the font of the title. I can <laughs> yeah, see that. and the, yeah. the little, like, uh, I feel like almost logo they've chosen that's like the horns yeah. kind of framing the name just, of it. it just, I agree. It doesn't embody the vibe of the movie to me in a way. I don't yeah. know. Yeah, it's a little cliche, like, mm-hmm. but at the same time, like, it makes it its own, like, thing, you know? Oh, for yeah. sure. I don't know. 1,000%. I, don't know. Uh, I, w- I will say it's also nice to see Sam Neill pop up uh, in this film. It's somebody I- mm-hmm. I've watched uh, my whole life growing up in different films and didn't really like expect to see anybody uh, not knowing anything about the movie. I-, I-, I tend not to like look into them at all. And yeah. not knowing anything about the film to discover him in it in such a wonderful character was really fun. Um, just like, I, you know, you, you love him. I love seeing him in Jurassic park and in the mouth of madness and all these different, all these various roles throughout the years. Uh, yeah. And he's just, he's great. He's so good in this. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And the movie does such a great job of not instantly giving away that he's like one of the main characters like like the like it does become about him and and ricky at a point but the movie doesn't instantly give that away yeah right yeah 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 Yeah, so that uh that's our first impressions daily do you have some info for us as far as the numbers oh you know i do michael don't want to Let's get to the numbers real <laughs> quick. Now this week, uh, just couldn't couldn't do it. Uh, yeah, that's you know oh, sometimes wow. the poster on Wikipedia is so much cooler than like the poster that is on IMDb. I'm gonna look it up right now. Um, so this movie, uh, I don't know if we've said the title that many times, but it's Hunt for the Wilder People once again. Let's get the title in there. Directed by Taika Waititi and also. Screenplay was by Taika Waititi. Um, it's based on Wild Pork and Watercress by Barry Crump, which is um, a book, I assume. I didn't look into that. I'm sure Michael may have some facts about that. Hmm. Um, 
stars like we've talked about sam neill along with uh julian denson uh riz darby rima to why rise darby rise darby okay uh who is in flight of the concords okay okay oh shit that's right <laughs> uh and rachel house no, he, he plays he the in... uh He's in this new pirate show. Oh yeah, yeah, him and Taika Waititi. Yeah. I, it's incredible. I, Everybody I has to see it. I love it. I love it. I think it is like also like so like gender inclusive and Oh, it's positive. incredible. It's so and incredible. It's, it's it's wonderful. What's it's it called? It's hilarious. Again? It's called uh Our Flag Means Death. Yeah. And it's I about highly recommend a, it. Like uh, it's about like a rich gentleman who leaves his family to go and live out his dream of being a pirate. And runs this sort of like very alternative, kind of like inclusive pirate ship. It's oh, that's really, really cool. lovely, <laughs> and it's that's it's awesome. so well done. The cast is incredible. Everyone should see yeah, it. It's really good. It's yeah. really Chidi, good. Uh, created it or like executive produces it. I can't remember exactly. Oh, okay, yeah, I, that sounds really cool. I want to want to check that out. Um, he plays Blackbeard. Oh, nice. <laughs> uh (laughs) all right so um back to the numbers uh this movie came out on uh see in new zealand it came out in march 31st 2016 it premiered at sundance uh january of that year um it has a runtime of 101 minutes um with a a terrific runtime oh it's incredible uh Budget of two point five million dollars and a box office of twenty three point two million dollars. Those are U.S. numbers, by the way. Let's. Um, What's the box office? Do what? What was the box office again? Uh, sorry, twenty three point two million. Twenty three, and that's, that's just in U.S. Return. U.S. dollars, not U.S. sales. Sorry, U.S. just U.S. dollars. Mm. That's a good. That's a good um, return. Yeah, no, it did fantastic. Uh, Australian box office numbers it was uh eight million um just for australia of that of that total well wow. so, so a good chunk of it just that just out of australia um let's see here um that's about yeah, the change the title i heard they have to change the title because it was confusing to suddenly wilder people Suddenly, yeah. Oh, yeah. Didn't we talk about that last week? Yeah, I think it, was we brought 13, that up last it was thirteen week. going on thirty. They changed it to suddenly oh, thirty. Yeah. <laughs> making a dumb callback. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. <laughs> it's like, uh, how, that is I, that's so flooring to me. On, suddenly thirty on Rotten Tomatoes. Uh, this has a, a score of ninety seven percent. Wow, that's yeah, high for sense. Rotten Tomatoes. Yeah. It is. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, Metacritic, it's an 81 out of 100. Um, so people fucking love this movie. I've never yeah. heard anyone say anything bad about this film. So, mm-hmm. but yeah, I don't have any, really anything else, Michael. You got some facts for fun facts? I got a for few. Us? Yeah. The, uh, this was the first uh, local feature to gross more than New Zealand $1 million. I don't really know what the exchange on that is. And it's oh, okay. opening weekend at the New Zealand box wow. office. So this is like shattering. Wow. I, I bet Taika is like a fucking national treasure now. Oh, I assume so, yeah. <laughs> um, Sam Neill described the film as very funny with many funny people in it and one unfunny person. 
that last one being himself. That's so amazing. <laughs> and, 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 and it's funny because that's actually funny. Like he's saying he's not yeah, funny, yeah, but him yeah. saying that is, is pretty yeah. humorous. He was, he was very funny in the film. Oh, I yeah, thought. Yeah. I agree. Uh, all the news presenters in the film were actual news presenters on New Zealand TV uh, at <laughs> wow. the time of filming. Hell yeah. Um, yeah, this was the fourth film directed by Taiki, Taika Waititi to premiere at Sundance Film Festival after Eagle vs. Shark Boy and What We Do in the Shadows, which all won critical acclaim. Okay, so this is after um, What We Do in the Shadows. Yeah. yeah. Oh, wow. That was 2014. Okay, okay. Um in Ricky's haiku, he says that he hates Kingy. Kingy was a character in Boy uh, in 2010. Oh, uh, is that? Like what earlier film. Oh, okay. 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 I didn't catch that. Uh, the Ricky Baker Happy Birthday song was created especially for the film because the producers didn't have the rights to use the traditional Happy Birthday song. Of course not. Those people yeah. are so stingy <laughs> about that shit. I know. It made it so iconic, though, oh, at the same time. Oh, it's so like, funny. It was so much better than like using Happy Birthday, the song, you know? How many times did y'all cry watching this the first time? Oh, a lot. A lot. Oh, oh my several. God. I cried several. so much I feel like night. I was sobbing by the end. Like, having seen it several times, I know what to expect, and I haven't really cried right, since. Right. But, like, I... It like I love when a movie can like make me like laugh out loud and cry and like oh you know. it's it's the best like it's, yeah, it's the it's full range wonderful. of emotions it really, really gets yeah. gets it all out you know what I mean by the end of it yeah. you're just like oh it's such a good like the movie's such a good release of like emotion yeah uh, Ricky Baker does not believe that Uncle Heck's use of majestical is correct the word majestical was used by William Shakespeare and appears in Hamlet. <laughs> uh, so, oh, whether just, or not it's a real oh word God. or whatever uh it's in shakespeare i feel like that that's just sums up the humor funny. of this movie yeah. yeah that's really good uh the boar <laughs> was created using a mix of cgi and a physical costume operated by two people underneath one is the front legs the second person is the rear wow i was i think it, it looks had to be... incredible no, it does. It looks a little animatronic, but like I love even more that it wasn't <laughs> that it was like actual people. Yeah, and yeah, yeah. It just gives it this otherworldly sort of magical feeling to it, and that's yeah, like a really sure. scary part in the movie. I love oh, that yeah. it has like multiple appearances too. Like you kind of get a little foreshadowing, um, yeah, before it like comes up, mm -hmm. like for its like you know. It's biggest scene. Right. Yeah. Uh, Uncle Heck is portrayed as illiterate, and Sam Neill, however, has a BA in English literature. Nice. That's funny. Uh, Sam Neill also appeared as a man on the run from the government in New Zealand, uh, in the New Zealand bush in Sleeping Dogs from 1977. Oh, wow. I'm and let's see. Oh, this is funny. The scene also, at Bella's. Love... Oh, oh, go sorry. ahead. Go ahead. I was just going to say real quick. I love that they call the woods the bush also. Mm. Mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I feel like that just like makes it a little more like, I don't know, different. He's like, what? You've been in that jungle up there? And she's like, that's not the jungle. That's the bush. <laughs> it's so good. <laughs> uh, 
the scene at Bella's funeral with the minister's bizarre eulogy was based on an actual experience that the writer director Taika Waititi witnessed. Huh. Whoa, that's why. Such a funny scene where yeah. where he's up there giving the the eulogy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. He's, like, yeah hey, he's talking about it's Jesus. a door. You know what's behind that door? <laughs> Jesus? No, <laughs> another door. It's another door. You know what's behind that door? <laughs> Jesus? Yeah, it's Jesus. He's tricky like that. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. Oh my goodness. Uh, so good. The Toyota that Heck and Ricky used to escape from Psycho Sam's hideout is called Crumpy in reference to Barry Crump, the author of the book uh, that oh. the screenplay was based on. Okay. okay. Um, hmm. And an identical vehicle was driven by Barry Crump in a long-running series of Toyota commercials in New Zealand where Barry played a bushman taking a city slicker named Scotty for a drive through the bush. Scotty was played by <laughs> Lloyd Scott, who appears in the film as Tourist. No way. What That's a crazy really connection. <laughs> My God. That's absolutely wild. I love that. Yeah, that's it. Wow, those are some fun facts. Those may be some of the funnest facts. We've, we've those are maybe the, the the funnest we've had. We love that. Oh, so good. Okay, let's get into the plot. Let's start talking about this movie uh, in in detail. All right. So, our main character, Ricky Baker, a juvenile delinquent who is abandoned by his mother, is taken by child welfare services in New Zealand. Um, really, like we're we're talking like this services, this welfare, childware welfare services offer. Her name's Paula, and then this police officer Andy, and they take him to live in a remote farm with a foster aunt, Bella Faulkner, and her husband, this like cantankerous Southern man named Hector or Heck. Um. Heck is kind of like not really into it. It seems like he's like he's super um like introverted, doesn't talk a lot, doesn't interact with Ricky a lot, but like Bella quickly manages to break through Ricky's defensive shell by she like he tries to run away and she like finds him right away and she like you know, take some hunting. Made it all of 200 meters. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. She, she takes some hunting. She puts like a, what's called like a hot water bottle. And it's just like a, it's just a hottie. She calls it a hottie. A hottie. Yeah. 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 But it's, it's essentially a hot water bottle. Yeah, puts it in yeah. his bed to keep it warm. Um, she gives him a dog for his 13th birthday. On top of that, he's like not had a birthday celebrated for him before. So sad. They this is where they had that whole like Ricky Baker song. She's yeah. like playing this like little keyboard and she's like Ricky Baker. Ooh, Ricky Baker. <laughs> I love that he, um, I love that he joins in the song yeah. by the end of it. Yeah. Yeah. Also just like how she gets this kid to open up is so beautiful. Like yeah. it's so she's good. the one she's she's the the character that gets me like yeah. oh my I know. Oh, I know. For sure, for sure. Oof. She's just so cool and so nice and so yeah. honest and, and just real. so real. Yeah. Yeah. And she's like, I get that you want to run away, you know, like super yeah. like upfront with that. And it's just like, yeah, I, I get it, you know, and like, oh, yeah. it's so good. It's like, just makes it even more tragic. Yeah. 
I know. Yeah, but... even Paula, the child will well I can't say this. The child welfare services officer <laughs> Paula, she even is like, Give me a call if you need anything. And she's like, Oh, I got it. Like, don't worry. Yeah. And like yeah. you know, everything's cool. And she the gives him they... a dog. Oh, sorry. Oh, I was just gonna say the one other thing about the very beginning is just how they hold Ricky's like speech for a good bit of the beginning you know you don't hear him speak yeah. that way. i mm-hmm. think that's a really yeah. uh powerful like act like narrative device you yeah. know yeah. i agree you don't really know him as as well you mm-hmm. know as when he kind of unfolds when he's you know hanging out with hector later on we'll mm-hmm. get there so they give him a dog for his 13th birthday also i should probably note they already have a dog named like was zag, zag. Mm-hmm. yeah so they and give ricky, him a ricky dog has a line before they give him a dog where he's like you should get another dog and name it zig yeah um so they give him a dog for his 13th birthday and he names tupac after his idol tupac shakur and his best friend yeah and yeah he's like <laughs> they asked him what a tupac was and he's like you know it's just like the coolest rapper ever and he's like my best friend <laughs> he's wearing like this like these outfits that are like hella stylish and like street <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah and like says like all eyes on me and it's got <laughs> like, like the illuminati and like yeah like the illuminati like pyramid with the eyeball on it like logo and um it's like it it's like it gets the humor across too, like instantly when you first see yeah. Ricky Baker like in the like get out of the car and you see the yeah. all eyes on me, you're just like, Oh my god, I get I this movie's humor <laughs> is gonna be just so amazing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And and Paula is like, This kid he <laughs> Stuff. Burn he, stuff, steal stuff. <laughs> yeah, he burns stuff, steals stuff. Spits on uh, stuff. <laughs> loiters, spits on right, stuff. That's the line. <laughs> Her line is what cued me into the humor of the film. Yeah, it's like, okay, yeah. this is going to be yeah. like a specific, like the tone and the style of this is like, is apparent already. Yeah, yeah, for sure. But yeah, we we got this juvenile delinquent, really, <laughs> like wearing this like fun streetwear, goes into this like place in the middle of the fucking bush, and he becomes like really close with Bella um after you know she really like opens her heart to him and shows him kindness in a way that he's never seen before mm-hmm. and this her line, is the worst part oh, her sorry. line uh that always gets me is sorry it took us so long to find you bud oh like yeah yeah, yeah. and and he's thinking like finally i'm in a home where i feel loved i feel seen i feel taken care of i feel like you know, my my cup is being filled type thing. Yeah. yeah. And then all of a sudden, we don't really know how, but like all of a sudden Bella dies. Like Ricky walks up on Heck just like crying over Bella, like at like um, where they're hanging up their laundry outside. The, the framing um, of that shot is like top tier. Like it's so fucking yeah. good. And it's it, really it, good. It like sticks in your memory so well. Mm-hmm. Um, it really hits. Oh, another important thing is uh, before this happens, Bella tells Ricky, uh, he's asking about the bush, and she tells him uh, that's where she's from. And oh, the yeah. place where she's from is like this lake 
that's way high up in the bush and it's like touches the sky basically yeah and that's where she'll return when she dies mm-hmm. also there's the scene where yeah. where uh ricky and bella go hunting and like bella oh, yeah. just like <laughs> oh, goes man. hog wild on a hog like <laughs> yeah like, like wipes blood on her face and yeah like, it's just like it, yeah. like yeah. no so remorse like like in in a way that like makes it seem like she's like this has just been her life you know yeah and, and she uh, even tries to show him how to like clean animals and like Ricky, rip like, their like, like, out fur and stuff after. yeah he's like whoa like but the way um, that shot where it like it zooms in on like the blood and the legs and then like it flashes red like it, it, mm-hmm. it that yeah. was really cool yeah mm-hmm. also ricky's a poet and loves haikus and uses haikus to express his feelings yeah which is another like really fun like thing that we see frequently throughout the film where mm-hmm. he's like just like coming up with haikus we see heck coming up with haikus um so it's it's a really like sweet addition to mm-hmm. this like you know he says he learned it when he was in the foster system like it helps him like deal with his emotions by putting it into words and putting it into poetry yeah awesome um so you know heck gets a letter that is basically informing uh ricky that child services will take him back and we have like a kind of like several scenes where like ricky is just like asking heck a bunch of questions and trying to like you know talk him into just keeping him and heck is like that's not how it works like there's got to be a woman to run the show also, this is, like, the first bit of information we get that, like, Heck asks Ricky to read the letter. So we kind of get yeah. an idea that maybe maybe he doesn't know how to read. Yeah. And Heck also um, says that, uh, according to them, there needs to be a woman r- running the show. Yeah. Like, he's talking yeah. about the government. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, but, yeah, Heck is very cold during this bit, and he, you know... He doesn't offer Ricky a lot of, like, um, consoling or, like, you know. He doesn't put, like, a, a hottie in his bed or anything. You know what I right. mean? Um, they they attend this funeral. Harsh. Yeah, mm-hmm. exactly. Mm-hmm. They they attend this funeral. It's really hard. It, like, you know, for the audience, it's a little funny because they have that bit where they're you know talking about the door that you mentioned earlier yeah, it's like a um, playing the minister yeah <laughs> but ultimately like heck leaves in the middle of this service because he's like uncomfortable and upset and even on the way home on the drive home he like stops the car in the middle of the road for a while because he is just like having a hard time dealing with this and essentially like he was like a convict and he was you know kind of lost and um in a bad place in life until like bella found him and kind of took him in did, and he was like did bella uh, and and heck have a romantic like was it a platonic relationship well she calls him uh her husband right but i, I think that could it, be I think just it was for like romantic. tax purposes and stuff i don't know i feel like it was romantic okay uh, no, i was just I curious think it was you, don't, romantic, you don't really yeah. see that yeah. kind of it, there's not a lot of space for that in the film right right but yeah i don't know you think it yeah, is implied just, though yeah i yeah. think so i think they're just like older and yeah. you know they live this kind of like he goes and hunts and 
they yeah. do their own independent thing, but I think yeah. right. And they have a farm. Okay. Like there's a lot of work to do oh, all the time. Yeah, I like, wasn't passing any yeah. judgment. I was just like yeah, like no. like Michael said, the movie doesn't leave room for showing that directly. Yeah. Yeah. So. yeah. I just love that she I'll... says to him, like when she's trying to get get it across to him, like, you need to lighten up uh with the Ricky situation. And she's like, You weren't worth much when I found you. You were just like uh, you know, basically a bum who smelled like mentholated spirits or whatever. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but no, I, I felt like it was just the way that he uh, cried over her, and I feel like it was romantic. Yeah. Okay. I agreed. Even at one point, like, Ricky brings up, like, have y'all thought about having kids? And he kind of said it was because of him that they couldn't That's... have kids. <laughs> That's right. Gives me the impression they tried and that it wasn't yeah. going to happen, but... <laughs> You know, Bella is such a sweet soul. She wanted to take care of others. She wanted to have a child. And mm-hmm. so, you know, she she finds Heck, falls in love with him. You know, they become partners. You know, they get Ricky, um, you know, over a long course of time. But anyways, uh, yeah, Heck is being rather cold. Um and just kind of accepting that it is what it is. Like, Ricky is going back. And so Ricky doesn't want to accept that. Ricky doesn't want to go back. He he thinks he's just going to basically go to juvie because there's nobody else that wants him. There's nowhere mm-hmm. else for him to go. He, you know, worries he might end up like his friend Amber, who, like, you know, dies. And we'll get there. Well, that's, that's later on the road. But, like, you know, he's probably thinking about that. Right. And he kind of ineptly like fakes his suicide by like um, <laughs> making making a body out of like trash and a plate, and puts clothes on it and like tries to burn him so alive just, inside like, the barn. Body. <laughs> inside the barn, which like catches he the whole barn on fire. It. Yeah, he tapes a note to the barn. <laughs> And as then runs the, away. As soon as it's like it, the camera scrolls down the note and you read it. And as soon as I read it, I was like, oh, the barn's going to just catch on fire. And, yeah. and yeah. then it happens. You can see like a fucking propane tank like in the corner. Yeah. It's like, I don't know. But like, oh my yeah, the whole barn catches on fire. He runs away into the bush with Tupac. And he's like, you know completely like unable to cope and he gets lost he has no idea what he's doing but like the whole barn burns down heck comes out and finds him because he realizes what's happened the way we transition from like the him like running away from the barn and then up into the the hill looking down onto the barn like that's a really cool transition and i think there's some Mm -hmm. compositing going on there because like yeah. the way the the where the barn is is like looks way too big for like how far I don't know like I think that was definitely some not not saying it's bad or anything but like I love how stylistic that looked you know yeah that transition I also love the transition when Heck finds him and he's just kind of like yeah. hallucinating that his dog is a cake and then yeah. he sees like a a burger a giant burger in the woods that starts talking and then it turns into Heck and he's like whoa because he's yeah. like hungry he's and hungry tired and he takes this whole loaf of bread out and he's like sitting there eating a piece of bread and he's like five out of nine Ricky you gotta stick to the, <laughs> the, stick rations. To the rations and then the next yeah. thing he's like emptying the crumbs into his mouth yeah (laughs) just Um, like a cartoon moment yeah 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 it's really silly and then 
Uh, Ricky says something that kind of triggers Heck, and he kind of runs after him, but he falls and breaks his ankle, like, right away. Ooh, yeah, this is rough. This is where he's making fun of him for not knowing how to read. Oh, yeah, 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 mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. He's like, wait, you can't read? And he, like, makes a joke, and then Heck is, like, pissed off, comes at him, falls, breaks his ankle. And then he's like, you know, it's going to take at least, like, three weeks for my ankle to heal, because it's, like, um, fractured or whatever. So... The two of them end up camping for like a period of time for his foot to heal. And then the way we get this, the way we get these passages of time too, like throughout the entire movie, how they'll just like skip like huge chunks of time. And it's so elegant, but like, yeah, mm -hmm. I agree. But you don't, it's, it's very uh, unconventional too. I feel like it's some of the ways they cut like time out of the movie and stuff like that. Yeah. Like, we go through seasons or, you know, they don't really know how... We don't... We as the audience exactly, don't know yeah, how much yeah. time has passed until they come across, like, a newspaper or, like, some information from yeah. other people about how long yeah. they've been gone, which it's, is yeah. kind of nice. It's really well done. Mm-hmm. It's... Oh, God. Also, it feels like a Wes Anderson movie, the way it's, like... Yeah. The way the chapters, the way the characters yeah. act, like... Kind of yeah. the music sometimes. The music, yeah. Yeah. Um, so like meanwhile the authorities have found the house empty and the barn burnt down and come to the conclusion (laughs) that the plate she's like that's no juvenile boy (laughs) he's like how can you tell throws the plate (laughs) (laughs) the police officer is like how can you tell (laughs) also she's a dick to this to to andy is that is that his name he's like the real police andy (laughs) But Andy comes them. through with Oh, them. yeah. Andy's, Andy's great. Right. I, I'm yeah. glad that he gets yeah. his moment. But, yeah. It is silly. She's such a dick to him. Yeah. And she's always like, no child left behind. <laughs> no child like, left just behind. Like, just, like, so um, obsessive about, like... Yeah, she has like... this, like, script, you know? She has this script yeah. that she says, like, she's every like, time. Yeah. No child left behind. He'll know what that means. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, what? Um, but... Like makes it sinister somehow. Yeah, but they kind of come to the conclusion after investigating the scene that uh, Heck is mentally unstable and has abducted Ricky. <laughs> and um, the this impression that they have is kind of like strengthened or like further accentuated after Heck and Ricky they like encounter this like hunting lodge to get supplies and. There's these like three foolish hunters that come in. Their names are Joe, Ron, and Hugh. And they come in like kind of ready to capture them and turn them in for a reward and everything. And then they're talking to Ricky and they kind of get the idea that like heck is molesting Ricky. Um, yeah. Uh, Ricky's just saying warning. these things that are like really innocent, but yeah. they sound like they're, they're like, uh, abuse, but they're not. Yeah, and yeah. it's like he's like heck is making me do stuff all the time, but it's really like because they're fucking camping yeah. and surviving right. in the woods. Yeah, right. yeah, he's like he's making me do stuff all the time, and sometimes I want to play, and he won't play with me. It's yeah, just yeah. Like, it's just like he doesn't give any like specific details. So to them who have this kind of like preconceived notion that like right. heck is you know taking advantage of Ricky, pervert. You yeah, call me a pervert? They, <laughs> yeah. They brand him a pervert from that. Then, call, call me a pervert. Yeah. 
And Ricky even tries to say, like, he's not a perv, and they think he's, like, brainwashing Ricky. Yeah. So it's just, like, kind of a, it a weird it's situation. Just, yeah. it, it, it's so frustrating. It's one of those yeah. plot devices that's, like, makes you so frustrated as a viewer. Because you're mm -hmm. like, oh, my God, this is not what's happening. Like, it, yeah. the, the truth is right in front of you. Why can't, yeah. why can't they the just communicate idea. this to them? Yeah. Like only these two people know what the truth is know, versus like so the whole fucking world. They're like against them. But like Ugh. basically they, you know, they're in this like kind of spat and Ricky grabs a gun and points it at them. And basically they take all their guns and so take a bunch awesome. of a bunch of like food and materials and they leave. And uh, I like how much the movie is committed to Ricky wanting to be an outlaw. Like, yeah, like they, yeah. Ricky does not give that up, like to the very end of the movie. Like yeah. all the decisions he makes are not like good decisions. Like they're really not like like he's yeah. making horrible decisions the entire way through. Uh, and I'm, I like that they stick to it. I like I really like yeah. their commitment to that. Because it, yeah, he's it, really committed to heck also because he's you know a part of his like I mean in you know buddy but I system. think heck comes second to him wanting to be an outlaw and you you see that you know yeah at a certain point and like uh I would I, like they it it made the movie surprising to me uh because I always it's like you kind of expect in a movie like this that has like a child you expect them to have that moment of growth you know like before the climax. Yeah. And like, like they really just stick to Ricky wanting to be an outlaw like the entire time. Yeah, yeah. He's, that's so much part of his personality at this point that he's yeah. like, he just thinks it's fun. Plus, they do some stuff that's like, that's really exacerbating his love for being exactly. An outlaw. Yeah, yeah. 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 Like like he shoot at hunting. people and steal them. And, yeah, steal yeah, them and they're them. on the run. They're on the run like... the whole time, right? <laughs> um, so. You know, they leave successfully. Heck reveals to Ricky that he has served time in prison for manslaughter and that he is illiterate. And then Ricky, in turn, says his only friend in foster care has died. And that, you know, this is his friend Amber that I mentioned earlier. And that basically his only options are, like, risking the same fate in the foster system or serving time in juvie. So they kind of mutually mutually agree at this point. It's just kind of assumed. I don't even think it's like directly said, but they are going to disappear into the bush and survive as long as they can together. And this kind of like national manhunt ensues. And the two are like slowly bonding while working together to escape being arrested. Um they come across another hut. This is like a really a cabin, I should say. Um, and they're searching it the whole time. Ricky is also like grabbing books and like reading and, you know, which is really sweet. Yeah. Re uh, reading to heck as well. Yeah. yeah like yeah. a night yeah. by the fire. Um, but they find like an unconscious, possibly dead ranger. <laughs> Who they later learn is just like diabetic oh, and like needed dude. insulin or something. I, I laughed so hard. Like that that yeah. dude's performance is like the He's like dead and it's then so like funny. Like, <laughs> 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 oh um, and then so 
they're basically deciding that they need to find help for this ranger. And uh, Heck is like, one of us needs to stay here with him, and one of us needs to go get help. And Ricky's like, have fun staying here. Like, And he like runs off, and he... Uh, so Heck is staying with the ranger. Ricky's finding help. Ricky kind of is like hiking and runs into this girl around his age named Kahu, who is riding a horse. Oh, I would say a wild horse. She's riding bareback. Mm-hmm. And she takes him back to her house and introduces him to, is this her like older brother or her? No, like, it's her dad. dad. Okay. I, I, they have such a sweet relationship. It almost seems like an older brother type relationship, but it's her dad. Um, but Ricky, they like offer him like sausage and, you know, just like, just like a place to sleep and like all this stuff. And Ricky's like, no, I got to get back to heck. I love the dad's reaction to meeting Ricky. He's like, yeah, so excited and like, like a teenage boy, like fanboyed out, like getting selfies with him and the pictures they take, like (laughs) now I captured you. Now you captured me. (laughs) (laughs) all this silly shit yeah and you get the idea that maybe he's like a little bit high yeah he's been watching the game with his his buddies and he's like maybe a little stoned and he's just like so stoked that ricky baker's in his house (laughs) yeah (laughs) he's like you just keep doing what you're doing bro like (laughs) he calls it it was he says some like uh kiwi word like native word that he's like yeah we need more you know ma wise like you or something like that Mm-hmm. Okay. Or Mo- nice. Morai, Maori. I think it's like a warrior thing or something yeah. like that. I don't know. I don't um, know. But yeah, I didn't catch that. He, he says a specific like New Zealand native New Zealand thing about yeah. Ricky. Um, like yeah, a lot of indigenous uh, New like Zealand aborigine. Mm-hmm. Um, Bolsage. Yeah, so he eats a sausage, Kahu (laughs) sings him a song, and he falls asleep accidentally. And, you know, he wakes up in a panic, and, you know, she rides him on the horse back to where she found him, and then he returns to the hut hut where Heck was supposed to be, and Heck is not there. The, The authorities are there. So he's, like, it's swarming with police. Like, Paula and Andy are there. He runs away oh and God. he's like the way Paula yells at like the dude who's like in a diabetic coma. Like like he's yeah. like he can even hear her. She's like, I know you yeah. know where they are. It's like, oh yeah. my God, this character is so yeah. stupid. She just Ricky, amps it up more and more and oh, more. Oh, I know. It's like it becomes a cartoon, you know, more and more. Mm. Yeah. And it's so funny. I I th- I was like cracking up like it's so many times when she was on the screen saying stuff. Yeah. Yeah, she's really wild. She's hilarious. Um, so while Ricky is running away, he actually later encounters Paula and Andy in the bush, kind of separated <laughs> by this like big ravine ditch creek thing. <laughs> and Paula attempts to bribe Ricky by asking him to say that Heck was a sex offender by like offering him like basically trail mix. Yeah. yeah. And she also says that she will make sure that he never goes to juvenile prison. But Ricky, like, declines and runs away. And he also remembers the advice that Heck gave him. He Heck was telling a story about how, like, a lot of people, when they're found in the woods, they're, like, naked. Because they, like, 
go a little crazy and think that their clothes are slowing them down and then they take their clothes off and then they freeze to death. But really all you need to do is go to high ground or, or find a, a body of water, like a river, and follow it to high ground. And so Ricky, like, thought about that. He's like, that's exactly what I'll do. So he, like, catches up to Heck by literally remembering this yeah. survival strategy. Mm-hmm. That shot then, of them seeing each other for the first time again is really cool, too. It yeah. is really sweet. Because, like, you hear, like, a whistle. Yeah. And you see Ricky, and then it pans to Heck. And it's almost the same type of shot that happened when he ran into Paula and Andy in the bush. Mm-hmm. So it's like, you're like, what's going to happen? Who is this? Yeah. But it's Heck. Um, Heck and Zag. Um, so they, you know, they're moving along, continuing their travels, and they encounter this wild boar that we mentioned. That this is a really intense scene. And yes. this this wild boar kind of like mortally wins Hex dog Zag. Um, like uh, sort of an unbelievably <clears throat> huge wild boar too. Yeah, it's yeah. like like a type of like myth of a boar. Like it's yeah. just like a giant fucking boar. The, the like, dogs mm-hmm. run after it. They can't control the dogs, and the, yeah. the dogs start trying to take on this this wild boar, and then Zag gets gored. You know, like mm-hmm. tusk probably in the side. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and and but and Tupac like actually like takes him away you know at first mm-hmm. and then ricky ends yeah, up then shooting the, him in the fucking nailing him finally yeah. in, the, in the head and then yeah then the set one of the saddest moments happens yeah this is a really sad moment so like um zag is wounded heck is laying on the ground the boar from a distance turns back and like you know is charging toward heck and ricky makes his way down in front of heck standing in between the boar and, and Heck and, like, shoots the boar in the head and it dies. But, you know, then Heck gets up and he's seeing the state that Zag is in and he's, like, you know, like, he tells Ricky to, like, walk away so he can essentially, like, euthanize him. Mm-hmm. Um, Zag. Just, you know, because this dog is in so much pain, they're living out in the bush. There's no way that... yeah. Zag is gonna, you don't see you know, exactly how yeah, okay. the dog's injured, but I imagine it's like, like I said, like tusk into the like abdomen. Yeah, like they don't show wound. like the whole yeah. dog in the shot too. They're just kind of showing like yeah. the front two legs and the head of Zag. So I mean, you get the idea. He's like really fucked up, and yeah. so. You know, the best thing they can do in that situation is he had to shoot Zag. And then they had like a little memorial for him. Oh, my God. I was already crying. And then when I saw the memorial and like that made me cry even more. And then then Ricky like wrote Zag's name into Mm -hmm. some rocks and put him on the pile of rocks where he was buried. And Heck was like, what does that say? And he said, Zag. (laughs) Um and then they're kind of at this like really cool place where they're, you know, on high ground. There's these like large like pond stream lake type things. Uh, and this is where, you know, while Heck is kind of grieving Zag, this is when Ricky reveals that he has been carrying Bella's ashes in a box the whole time. And he had 
taking them, planning on delivering them to where the earth wets the cloak of the sky is what mm, is what Bella yeah, said. Yeah. You know, as per her wishes. So he, you know, shows Heck that he has the ashes and um Heck scatters Bella's ashes into a kind of remote waterfall high on this mountain range. Yeah. Isn't there a part earlier where uh Ricky almost brings it up? Yeah, he, he like about, sinks it in his yeah, bag. Yeah. He asked about if this is the place that she was talking about, and then Heck says she didn't know where she was from. She yeah. just mm-hmm. said that and like, you know, she didn't have any people like you or me. Right. Yeah. She didn't exactly. Have yeah. Um, you also see him, I think, take the box as he's like running away. Mm-hmm. But um, yeah. And then heck even has a moment where he like, thanks Ricky for taking her ashes and bringing her along on this entire trip they've had. Yeah. You can tell that he's and, like happy to know that she's been yeah, with them the the whole time. For mm-hmm. sure, for sure. And they're you know they're moving along and they run into this man who's dressed up in a bush and he's just kind of <laughs> like, like oh my god this part <laughs> yeah and he's just kind of like running along and uh, <laughs> but he's like he's like you hear about that guy named Psycho Sam? And they're like no, and he's like well anyways. My name's Sam. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And he's like living out there remotely in a trailer. And he's like, like very, like has a lot of like weird theories about the government. And they wear like, you know, like metal colanders on their head to make sure that the government can't find them and <laughs> type shit. And, um, I should also mention that the authorities have u- have used this thing called like a stingray or a stung ray, whatever it is, where they're just using a device to track any kind of like phone activity. It, it creates a fake cell phone Ricky network. Or heck, or whoever's on. Yeah, they're trying yeah. to just like, you know, use cell towers or cell data to find where they are. Yeah. Oh, no. Are you yeah. lagging, Abby? Yeah, I think Abby's lagging a little bit. Um, it's okay. So. Yeah, they, they find Psycho Sam. They go to his house or his trailer. They let him, he lets them stay the night. Um, and then, you know, at this point, they've been surviving in the wilderness for five months, having several close calls to being caught. And they are like finally caught. Like, after I should say, like, you know, basically, Psycho Sam takes Ricky's phone upgrades it by plugging it into all of his, all of his shit and then they yeah. find him using the stingray thing and then uh they take psycho sam's truck called what crimpy crumpy 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 yeah and like you know ricky is driving dude and Heck like, is in the like i know that truck is supposed to look like it's a piece of shit but it's obviously got like really good like suspension and stuff put in yeah. it because it's making yeah. some crazy moves mm-hmm. in the in the mm-hmm. bush you know well, it's a bush it's truck kind of you know it's yeah. like climbing shit and like it's doing it's some wild truck. shit mm-hmm. he says uh because he like he's asking psycho sam where the keys are and then he hears it start and then he jumps in ricky's driving and he's like how did you oh, learn yeah. how, how did you know how did you start this thing and he was like the oh, knack yeah. the knack which knack. is a call he brought up yeah. the knack earlier yeah yeah, yeah. 
when he catches the slug. I never ate a slug, slug. before. <laughs> yeah, it catches an eel. And he's like, how did you catch this slug? And he's like, well, it's an eel. And he just keeps also, calling the slug. just the knack. You know, he just, he's just got the knack, basically. Yeah, it's basically like uh, instinct. A skill. Or yeah, an instinct, yeah. Instinct, yeah, yeah, yeah. I would yeah. say so. And, and Ricky's um, instinct is to steal cars. He knows how to boost cars. Yeah. It's it's so good. I, I You know, I didn't think about this till just now, but it's kind of like, uh, you know, Ricky is like a Bushman of the streets. You know? Yeah. Sort of. And sort like, of. And, and, yeah, yeah, so he's got like the, he's got that part of it down. Also, when he, um, when he meets the, the other, like, kid that's his age and he's talking about um uh heck he's like yeah he's basically the best bushman in the in the in the country and i'm he's taught me all his skills so i'm basically the best second best bushman in the country (laughs) yeah (laughs) which is like such a napoleon dynamite lion like it's like totally like this movie has napoleon dynamite like vibes too to me i feel like that's also just like a kid thing to say yeah no like, exactly. well, yeah. i mean yeah napoleon kind of acts like a kid still but yeah but um yeah there's this like wild car chase with like a ton of fucking police cars and crumpy the truck and it's like helicopter chase and yeah this has got to be like a uh-huh yep this has to be like a Thelma and Louise like homage, right? Yeah, it's like Thelma and Louise, and like a, almost like with that big tank thing, it makes me think of fucking like Mad Max. Mad Max, it's yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Like, yeah they're sure. rolling up. She's got this megaphone. <laughs> she's like surrender, or like whatever she's saying, and and you know he just kind of like speeds off, outruns them. They crash through this like junkyard, and. <laughs> There's kind of like a You've hold damaged up. a lot of property today, Ricky Baker. You know how much that <laughs> corrugated fence costs? <laughs> yeah. And then, like, Heck is kind of like, I'm over this. And Ricky's like, no, we're going to fight till the end. And uh, Heck is, like, trying to walk away. There's one of the one of the hunters, one of the three hunter guys, who they also ran into earlier and like took all their guns and shit mm-hmm, yeah. and a whole backpack full of stuff. But anyways, they run into them for a third time. And one of the guys is like aiming his like his scoped rifle at them. He's about to shoot heck. Andy sees this happening, comes after him at the very moment that Paula's like, Andy, where the heck are you? Like mm-hmm. and Andy also like, at this exact tackles- time. Oh, sorry. It's at this time where uh, Ricky has a gun pointed at him, yeah. too. Yeah, yeah exactly. He's mad that he's about to leave. He's like telling the cops, he's like, he molested me. Like, well, yeah, that's <laughs> that's what I was going to bring up is that is that Ricky is like a bad guy. He's not even like a good like he's, yeah. he sells he out. He sells over heck out at heck. the end because he gets yeah. he gets upset that heck doesn't want to go out like all blaze of glory. That's the genius yeah. of it though, and that's what I what yeah. I brought up earlier that they commit to that. Like they don't turn Ricky into this like oh he just suddenly like grew up and like didn't wasn't a kid anymore. Like he they commit yeah. to that into that kid logic all the way to yeah. the yeah. end. Yeah. And like it's I respect this, like, that because. Logic that ricky has yeah as i didn't see that coming like i really did not expect yeah. ricky to sell out heck at that last moment and make his life even I more difficult that. you know yeah he so like andy 
like you know kind of attacks this or he really like just kind of like um what do you call it like tackles like, tackles yeah tackles yeah i was trying to think of a football term but i it, it for, i don't know it, it escaped me but anyways he tackles the hunter i think a gun goes off and then ricky accidentally shoots heck like in the ass basically <laughs> yeah and uh so like then Paula comes up and tackles Rick and she's like, I got him! I got him! And then, like, uh, Heck... I've secured the package. Yeah. <laughs> Heck basically gets arrested. Ricky is also arrested. There's, like, a kind of montage sequence where they're in court kind of reiterating everything that happened. And Ricky's like, I said, uh, I didn't choose the skunk's life. The skunk's life chose me. <laughs> <laughs> it's like um, literally verbatim things that yeah, were said throughout yeah, the whole movie just yeah, get said. Yeah. Again. It's like great. And, which like emphasizes like how absurd it is and stuff. Yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. And basically like, you know, Heck goes to jail but gets released and goes to basically like a rehab, like halfway house type thing. Mm. And uh, Kahu's family adopts Ricky and he, you know, gets his own room and he lives with them and has a really lovely, enjoyable life, you know, versus the alternative, which would have been juvie or, you know, going back into the foster case. I I love how quickly they let you know that that's where Ricky ends up. Yeah. I mean, they're just like, yeah, yeah. he's okay. Yeah. Yeah. And that he would have never met them had he not gone on this wild goose chase with Heck, you yeah. know, like yeah. And then yeah. Heck like, is released. Even like like you were saying, the surprising thing about what happens with Ricky is like his actions do lead to Heck going to jail. It's yeah, like, exactly. Yeah. 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 He kind of fucks him over, and he goes to jail, <laughs> and he doesn't get out for a year. I know. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. And then Ricky seeks him out and is like making little bird noises. Oh, I should mention before I even get into it. Oh, yeah, yeah. While they were, you know, on this like five month like run in the wilderness surviving, they do come across this like very rare bird called like a Huya. Yeah, yeah, I think something Um, like that. Yeah. And, and heck believes this bird is like extinct and this is the only bird he's like ever seen like that exists and he's thinking like while they see it like you know if only we had a camera and could take a picture of it type thing um we'd make a lot of money or whatever and proving that it's still in existence yeah yeah and so that happens like a lot earlier in the film i forgot to mention it but anyways whenever ricky seeks out heck to apologize for kind of the poor note that their adventure ended on he invites him to join kahu's family who he points out could use heck's help around the farm heck agrees he also gives heck a camera that he got and uh the two of them head out into the bush in search of the huya this extinct bird that they had rediscovered during their time on the run, which is like very sweet and full circle. And I love that they get to reunite and be together and then also just like go into the bush again. Um, But this is, this is where the movie ends. This is hunt for the wilder people y'all. Yeah. Yeah. I will add one thing uh, to that. It's that uh, when they're stopped down to, I think they're in one of the cabins 
Ricky's reading about uh, wildebeest and how they travel. Oh yeah, God, I've left thousands of miles, and yeah, uh, Yeah. and then he names them the wilder wilder people. Yeah, he's like he's like we're like wildebeest, but humans we're like wilder people. And even when they come across the three hunters and they're like pointing their guns at them, taking their shit, they're like, if anyone asks, it was the Wilder people or like something like that. And they're like, the what? Making them sound like a gang. Yeah. Yeah, And and they're they're like, the what? And then Heck like corrects and he's like, the Wilder people. And then they like run off. (laughs) It's sweet. It's so So good. So sweet. Well, well, well. Yeah, that's that's Hunt for the Wilder People. Wow, such a wow. What a journey. <sighs> what a journey. Yeah. Let's uh let's get to it. Let's get to the reviews. Yes. Who wants um, to go first? One of y'all go first. I'm gonna run to the bathroom. All right. Cool. I'll go first. Uh, I'm so charmed by this movie. It's such a ride, even though I'd seen it before. Just to get to go through their journey and like be out there in the bush with them. And you feel like, you know, you feel the, the, the loosening of Heck's heart towards Ricky. And how could you not love this, this kid who's just so like, you know, gregarious and silly. And like Um, wholly unique, you know, like, yeah, such like a unique individual. And that actor, uh, uh, Julian Dennison, uh, I'd only seen him in one other thing. Have you ever seen? Have you seen Deadpool two? No. He plays a character in that, and he's he's very good. He's one okay. of the main characters. Nice, uh, nice. But yeah, very talented kid, and just like their 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 like rapport as actors and as characters is so so beautiful to watch. Yeah. Um, as I said before, just like the cinematography, the directing, the acting, the soundtrack, it's all like, you know, it's just all like converges on a really beautiful movie that's fun and charming. And, you know, it's got moments of sadness and, and fright and, uh, and surprise. So it's, it's just a really terrific film. Uh, I really don't have anything bad to say about it, honestly. Like, I can't justify changing anything about it. Uh, I love it. I'm giving it a 10 out of 10. Yeah. I, I, I totally nice. see that. Um, Daily? Yeah. I uh, think this movie is so incredibly well made and tight and doesn't waste a second uh i think it's one of those movies that if i saw when i was a kid like a little kid i would be obsessed with it and want to just watch it over and over again it just feels like one of those movies um and uh the way they commit to like motifs with like camera movements and also within the writing and within um lighting like every element like they 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 just create such a language for this movie Mm -hmm. and like it's really just his language as a filmmaker but you know what i mean um Mm -hmm. it's so it's just so successful i don't think i would change anything about it either michael um it's hard to to say anything but positive things about it um 
other than just like those things that are just inherently frustrating because you know the truth and not every character in the movie knows the truth and you're you're like oh i wish i could just like shake these people and you know yeah uh but yeah. we wouldn't get the whole riot if it wasn't for that that's you know? just like part of the good this is part of it yeah, yeah yeah um so yeah i, I i'm also going to give it a 10 out of 10 i don't really have too much more to say other than it's you know it's one of my favorite movies now i can't i can't yeah. wait to watch it again hell yeah well, we're back to have a perfect score because right off the bat, I'm just gonna say ten out of ten. Like, yeah, I yeah. love this movie; it's iconic. I think everyone would benefit from watching it because it's just like so lovely and funny and heartwarming and entertaining, and it has the twists, it has the drama, it has the tea, it has everything. Really, like it's like it's so well done. It's it's beautifully made, beautifully written. The acting is amazing. The casting is amazing. The scenes are amazing. It's truly a wonderful film. And it, it is it is one of my favorites for sure. And I knew that as soon as I watched it. And even watching it another four times, I, I agree. Like, you know, I really, really love this film. And there's no reason I should give it anything less than a 10 out of 10. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. That's a 10 Let's if you uh, needed the math at home. <laughs> that's a perfect it's, score. It's been a while. Uh, it has been a while. It's it's nice it to a watch a really good, you know, film that, you know, fills your cup. Yeah. And yeah. if you haven't yeah. seen it, uh, it's available on Netflix right now. Uh, it's also mm -hmm. available for free on YouTube. Also nice. on, like, Pluto TV, which yeah. is, like... You know, free with commercials, yeah. which makes it longer. Yeah, <laughs> but... same with mm -hmm. the YouTube one. The YouTube one's got commercials yeah. as well. The, yeah, I feel like they choose to put commercials in literally the worst spots. Like, oh in gosh. the most suspenseful spots or, like, interrupting a line or, like, a really important scene. <laughs> it's, like, truly the worst. So, like, try to watch it on Netflix if you can. But Yeah, and I also think the, the cut of it that's on Netflix has more scenes in it. Because uh, I was watching the YouTube version, and then the first ad hit, and I was like, oh, I'm going to see if it's on anything else. Uh, and then went to Netflix and was, like, re-watching the first, like, uh, one of the first scenes. And there was, like, an extra line that Ricky had. Yeah. And I was like, oh, shit, this is, like, a different cut. Like, there's, like, they obviously have stuff put in it that, that's not in the YouTube version. So, yeah, definitely go try to watch the, the Netflix one if you can. But... Uh, it is cool how easily accessible this movie is. Yeah. Uh, it's on a lot of things for free. Yeah, and I would suggest uh, if you like this film and you're unfamiliar with other Taika Waititi things, I, I like his filmmaking a lot. What We Do in the Shadows is wonderful. It's so um, good. Jojo Rabbit is really terrific. Um, what is Jojo Rabbit about? Jojo Rabbit is about a boy who uh, is growing up in Nazi Germany during the Holocaust, uh, and he his his imaginary friend as a child is Hitler, and um, what? it sounds intense, <laughs> and, and it is it is a really intense film, but it's like uh, it's incredibly charming and and handled really well. Um, Taika Waititi plays uh, Hitler in the film. Oh my god! What? Oh my god. <laughs> he he is a uh, he's a Jewish fella. So yeah, yeah. 
I, it's, yeah. it's some commentary. I, I yeah. Some, yeah, some liberty taken there. That's yeah. also based on a book. Um, it's got a great cast, Sam Rockwell and... Um, oh, okay. And uh, Scarlett I Johansson. He, I love that Taika Waititi likes to be an actor in these, yeah. In yeah. these yeah. works, too. It's, yeah. like, really, you know, fun. You can and, also and just I feel... Remember... Oh, I'm sorry. Go ahead. Oh, I just remember reading about him playing Hitler, and he was like, yeah, that guy was a uh, a dick. And, uh, you know, I wasn't going to ask anybody <laughs> else to play him. <laughs> oh, wow. Okay. Yeah, that kind of makes sense. Wow. Yeah. Uh, I was just going to say, you can really feel how much he loves the craft in, in yeah. everything that he makes. Like, it's like... For sure. You're like, this person just has so much fun, obviously, like, making making these things yeah yeah and in supporting uh, other people making things i know he's like like produced a lot of stuff too mm -hmm. yeah uh and if you like the uh paula character uh you'll you'll get a nice little surprise in thor ragnarok oh okay um, yeah <laughs> rachel house shows up in that as well um but yeah, and also, yeah, the newest thing, uh, Our Flag Means Death, is excellent. It, it takes so you good, on a ride. Yeah. It's not what you expect. It's like very, very, again, charming, funny, sad, beautiful. It's really yeah, very, very, uh, very gender inclusive, very LGBTQIA plus inclusive. It's, it's fucking funny. And it's like, you know. Tomorrow's the it's, start of, it's good. of Pride, right? Yeah, June, yeah, the yeah. month of June. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I feel like they pick different months every year, but I feel like four <laughs> years ago it was also in June. <laughs> um, but yeah, happy Pride, everybody! Happy pride, everybody! <laughs> yeah, go out there and watch uh, um, "Our Flag Means Death" on HBO Max. What? What? What up, HBO, up HBO Max? Max. <laughs> what up, Max? Uh, hashtag desperate. Um, yeah, why won't Max, why won't Max hit us Max with an never, email? Max just leaves us on red every time. <laughs> uh, yeah, I think I looked over Taika Waititi's uh, filmography and the things in development, and I saw Akira. No. Uh, yeah, what? yeah oh. in production. I saw, as an actor um, or like as the, no, as as the a, director? No, as the director. Oh, my goodness. Uh, I also oh saw... Let's see what else. There was, a, there was kind of a, an exciting list. Um, well, I mean, like, once he did Thor Ragnarok, I mean, he was already successful before that, but that just skyrocketed this. Like, he's probably going to do so many huge things now. Yeah, he has the new uh, Thor coming out as well. Which yeah, Love and Thunder. Uh, Love and Thunder, yeah. yeah. Um, okay. And then let's see what those upcoming projects were. Um, a Star Wars film. Oh, okay. Um, the end call, which is like a Jodorowsky slash Mobius comic book, which is okay. really cool. Oh, yeah. Um, I still have your copy, by the way. Oh, yeah. Like, Why not? <laughs> Mobius comic book. Yeah. Uh, uh, I love Mobius. Um, mm. Morbius? Time Bandits. Mobius. Morbius. Mobius. French... Mobius. Not Morbius. No. No. <laughs> No. Did you hear no. the thing about there was a Twitch channel that secretly streamed Morbius for uh like six hours, sixteen hours or something like that? Like mm. 
and like it became this thing like it, they were secretly streaming it under like a video game that no one plays so no one saw it for a long time but it just kind of grew and grew and grew till it had like thousands of people watching it and they got away with oh stre God. streaming morbius like <laughs> like a ton of times and wow. and in this meme came out of it that was just like it's morbin time <laughs> <laughs> Oh my gosh! Oh. Yeah, it's uh, morbid time. Okay, so the other the other things on the list are Oompa Loompas. Oh, which I'm not sure what that is. <laughs> what the fuck? Um, so it's a like, it's like they can't do another sequel for Willy Wonka and the Chocolate Factory right. unless it's, it's like, from the POV of Oompa Loompas. Loompas. Why not? <laughs> hey, Taika Waititi could do yeah. something with it. It's like a dramatic. <laughs> it's like a dramatic movie about like labor rights. My yeah. God, yeah. <laughs> I can see it. Uh, a some kind of a rolled doll um, adaptation uh, yeah. for Netflix. I could see right. that. I could see that. Um, Time Bandits, which I is see a that. Uh, yeah, yeah. That it's a Terry Gilliam film from the eighties. Uh, Tower of Terror. Oh, oh. like a Disney thing? Yeah, y'all yeah. ever yeah. been on that ride? No, no, I haven't. I've never been to Disney World or Disneyland. So a lot of uh, a lot of like big properties here for uh, Taika Waititi. It'd be interesting to see what comes out of all those, and hopefully, in the meantime, we get another you know uh, small scale film like this one. Although I know this is an adaptation, um, it just feels a lot more you know intimate and personal of a film. Yeah. But you know that being said, I think Thor Ragnarok's an incredible success. It's like one of the very funniest uh, of the Marvel films. Uh, and just one of the funnest and coolest. Yeah, it's probably going to be a minute before we get another small film from yeah. TV. Yeah, it sounds like a lot in production. Yeah, but uh, but I, I guarantee you, I would bet money that he comes back to something like this. It's oh, point. I'm sure, yeah. I'm sure. Yeah, yeah. But uh, I'm happy for his success, and yeah, I'm I'm enjoying all of the, all the filmmaking. Yeah, definitely. Real yeah. Good. Oh, good. All right, that's been Hunt for the Wilder People. Uh, what do we have for our What's Up segment? What's on the menu for What's Up tonight? Um, hmm. Hmm. Uh, we, we got to see our shirts for the first time. Yeah, oh, why don't we snap. just talk about that? Yeah, yeah. I remember? I sent y'all some pics. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, our should shirts. We, should we show one on this? Yeah, I'll video show one up camp? to my camera. Little, yeah. little, little treat. All right, a little, a little treat. We're little, not gonna uh, we're, sneak preview. You're not gonna see this any other place for for probably a, a few weeks. So take, yeah, take, yeah if take you're it an in. audio listener, take it in. Also, we're we're doing? probably gonna sell out, y'all. Yeah, yeah. We have a very like, limited run. Uh, these are a, a one-off design. We're doing twenty-five of them. Is that right? I'm gonna yeah we're gonna try and get five more uh, XLs. We have twenty of them at the moment. Yeah, yeah we're trying to get yeah. some XLs. Uh, so yeah, just keep a lookout for that. If you don't get one, I don't know. I'm sorry. I, I was know. thinking about maybe because we haven't pushed our Patreon in a minute, and we did talk about doing Patreon shirts. I was thinking about when we first announce <laughs> it, we could say like for the first, you know, three days or something like that. It's it's uh only available to patreon people so like if you sign up for patreon 
for the $10 level within those first three days, you get the shirt or, or you know, something, something like that. I don't know. Yeah. Uh, yeah. We'll talk it over. If you're interested in uh, maybe subscribing to our Patreon, let us know what your interest level is. Cause you could get a deal on our shirt. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. Maybe knocking the price down a little bit and like giving it, doing the pre-sale for anyone who wants to sign up for Patreon. Yeah. And then any other exclusive, uh, AMPM slash Go Team video material or merchandise. Mm-hmm. We're gonna be just making more shirts in the future too. Yeah. I feel like we've we've already For been sure. talking about plans. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. I um, yeah. We'll probably keep. I mean, Ink Plant does really great work for very affordable prices, so we'll probably keep mm-hmm. partnering with them unless we feel like printing them ourselves again at some point. But yeah, I would still love to partner with Nicole and do some shirts because she does some really lovely like tie-dyeing bleach dyeing oh yeah 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 and we could definitely like screen print something on top of that or like order customized patches like iron-on patches yeah yeah i think or just sell those individually who knows what if we did okay you know like tie-dye you know like work shirts like like mechanic Mm -hmm. shirts you know like Mm -hmm. like dickies what if we did tie-dye like work shirts that would be pretty sick. sweet kind of sick yeah or like bleach dyed yeah bleach dyed work really shirts cool. yeah mm-hmm. that say like a and pm on the back yeah did y'all see the the way like the, where Winnie the, the, where the name goes oh uh, yeah i did yeah, i like that a lot yeah i thought it was pretty fun <laughs> it's free game now so i was like i'm gonna make some winnie the pooh designs with a and pm oh right nice. somebody made that weird like Winnie the Pooh horror movie or something. That's been, yeah, that's been I like, saw that. I feel like they made that in preparation for it becoming like public domain. Like as soon mm-hmm. as it became public domain, yeah. I feel like I saw a trailer for that. Thing, or I saw like, about it. I follow so many like real estate meme accounts. There's one that's like the agent on their business card and it's like Winnie the Pooh and it's like the agent when they show up for the showing and it's like the fucking like horror Winnie the Pooh. <laughs> <laughs> <It's> like, <whoa. laughs> that's funny yeah it's it's interesting i wonder what would happen if like because those things are all maybe they just know at a certain point like this is definitely going into public domain Mm -hmm. uh because there's certain you know like people who had had the rights to that can extend their licensing of it or something yeah i like it seems like it would suck to make an entire film in preparation for the the public domain and then I think there are certain cases where you can like see it coming, you know, mm-hmm. um, like with Winnie the Pooh. So I think after a certain amount of years, it, it, I know Disney keeps pushing that, that time limit, but, um, I think Winnie the Pooh had just hit that time limit of like, it, it's just public domain now, at least that the early stuff, you know? Yeah. I wonder what will happen to, uh, Mickey Mouse. I don't know. I see a bunch of bootleg Mickey Mouse shit all the time anyways. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like, is Mickey Mouse not older than Winnie the Pooh? Oh, he def... Oh! Yeah, I think so, but uh, I believe those kinds of things, again, it just comes down to, like, I think rights, like, in perpetuity because you have this movie coming out or something. I'm not really sure. Also, the, the rights that may be going, like public domain maybe for specifically just like the i the intellectual property of winnie the pooh 
not necessarily yeah. not necessarily anything that Disney has made from Winnie the Pooh, yeah. you know. I get that. Just the story, That's... you know. That makes sense. Yeah. But uh either way you may see a Winnie the Pooh AM PM sticker or something at some point. We oh. can. <laughs> Winnie the Pooh was born on October 14th, 1926. Was born? He was birthed? Uh, he, he was yeah, birthed yeah. on that day? So he's like so almost he's 100 older. years old. He's like, he's he's 94, right? Damn. No, he's, yeah. I he's think he's old older bear. than Mickey Mouse. Old bear. Oh my god. Yep, older than Mickey Mouse. I was so, a yeah, my kid. I guess he's 96 because in four years it'll be 100 years. Mm. Mm. Well, a right. little bit of backstory like on good, uh, uh, Winnie the Pooh. <laughs> I feel like that's a good WhatsApp segment. We talked about yeah. shirts, we talked about Winnie the Pooh. Uh, <laughs> we talked about Fester yet on this? No, Since we you announced the dates, uh, let's plug that a little bit, Michael. Okay. Uh, we have Mouthhole Fester coming up. It's a little two-day festival I do every year. Um, and we have about 20 bands and some stand-up comedy um, and various other things. We've had, you know, kind of a... We've had a play or two. We've had different things happening. I'm going to do a DJ set. Yeah, you're going to do a DJ set. It's very yeah. exciting. Yeah, me and, me and Mike um, Gubbins, uh, which makes the... You know, you hear the music that Mike made every week for the for the podcast. Mm-hmm. Uh, me and him are going to do a DJ set to cap off first night of Fester on Friday, uh, yeah, July twenty second. Oh yeah, it's gonna. I'm so excited. I'm so stoked. I just me and me and Mike been working on it. Uh, we're probably gonna meet like every week. We're we're pretty serious about it. So hell yeah, we're gonna have a good set for everybody. Our main goal is to make people dance. That's. Hell That's yeah. just the main thing we're thinking about the entire time. Yeah, uh, yeah. Our dates are July twenty second and twenty third, and uh, we have the Chewers, Chop Chop Chang, Heinous Orca, Nordista Freeze. Uh, we have a, a bunch of other things I can't remember. Uh, we have Courtney Warner and um, MK Gannon comedians. Uh, Courtney Warner is really great. Uh, Courtney was there last year. Last festival. Yeah, yep. yeah. Very oh funny. yeah, I liked her a lot. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, so that's exciting. Yeah, uh, you know we have people f- over from Knoxville come and they play uh, Criswell Collective, Horserer, uh, Earwig Deluxe, and then they usually camp out along with some other friends. And it's just a fun time. We all hang out all day, listen to music, we party, we like watch a movie sometimes late into the night we have a really good time yeah it's it's truly it's a one blast. of the huh it's a blast it's a blast yeah it's truly one of the more unique diy offerings i feel like you can experience in nashville i um, agree so and it's free come check it out it's free it's the mouth hole's always open what is it what's the what's the saying <laughs> well, it has something to do with that. The mouthful sometimes closes, closes, but it always reopens. Yeah, and it's but it's the mouthful is always also free. Yeah. <laughs> Almost always free. Uh, so yeah, just come check that out. Uh, it usually starts around five o'clock. 
and goes until around midnight and then we have a movie or last year we did karaoke so we'll definitely do, You're on, do saturday that on, night. on saturday right yep we're gonna yeah. have some karaoke yeah which will be really fun right. yeah um yeah. come check it out it'll be great you can see all you can see us three there i'm sure we'll be we'll all be there at some point during the weekend yeah, yeah absolutely uh, so if you're a go team video fan you can come say hi to us and and talk to us about the podcast or whatever yeah if you live in nashville or the areas surrounding it come by camp hang out what are the dates again july 22nd and 23rd hey even nice. if you're not from nashville and you want to come out buy a plane ticket why not yeah, come, you know, also, come chill. There'll be a tent around, I'm sure. Yeah, it's also right before my birthday. Like, just get the hell yeah. out here. Just, yeah. just get out here. Yeah, we can hang out Do for it. Abby's birthday, too. Bring Abby a birthday gift. Yeah. Yeah, that'd be nice. Hey. If you want to. <laughs> Even if it's a high five, like, sure. <laughs> yeah, that's a cheap gift. All right, everybody. Uh, this has been episode 35, Hunt for the Wilder People. As always, we'd like to thank Mike Govins, who Daly mentioned. He'll be doing a set with him at Fester. Did the music for intro, outro for Go Team Video. You can find him at Gubbs Music on Instagram. And give a follow to, also to uh, Jorge Sierra, who takes the photographs for our show and is uh, an amazing photographer. See his work at Shot From The Pit. Uh, you can check us out on Instagram at ampm.video. And at Go Team Video on Twitch at twitch.tv slash AMPM video. That's right. Two weeks in a row. And, Nailing it. You got it now. You got yes. it. Yes. And on YouTube, you just search AMPM video or Go Team Video and you'll find the archives of this show there. Uh, and, and if you're if you feeling on, froggy. Go ahead. No, no, no. I was just, I was, I was queuing you up. I'm sorry. You know, you know how this virtual recording is. Sometimes we say things. Yeah. Uh, I was just going to say go to Spotify and search for Go Team Video. There's the video version of that podcast there. And all the other streaming sites have the audio version. And I feel like you were going to say something else. No, that's what I was going to say. I was saying if you're oh, feeling froggy, okay. you could watch the video on Spotify. Yeah. Uh, yeah, that's the lovely option of being able to listen to it and or see it. Uh, so yeah, check that out. Tune in next week. We do not know what film we'll be watching. We didn't pick one during the episode. We didn't this pick week. one during the episode, <laughs> but that's okay. You can't expect uh, lightning to strike twice in a row. That's right. Yeah, um, it did like because we, we did two episodes like that. Yeah, can't strike three times in a row. All the time, you know? like... yeah, unless somebody has got a wild hair and just shoots uh, shoots one out. No, in the next I mean, I kind of just want to do another then... Taika Waititi film, but yeah, I feel like we should do a different genre. You know, like maybe like go back to like horror thriller. I was going to say horror. We or... haven't really done a horror movie yeah. uh, ever or in a while. Oh, we didn't ever. Yeah, ever. Right, no, we've done one at some point. Um, yeah. Yeah, we so didn't play a horror film. <laughs> That's not a horror movie. Yeah. Y'all remember? We, can you believe? Like, we did Blade at one point. Like, isn't that weird to think about? That's that so is long yeah. ago. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, we've done a lot of films. This I is know. thirty-five films 35 so weeks. far, and uh, and counting a lot more now. to go. <laughs> oh yeah. 
Well, if you have a suggestion, hit us up in the comment section, uh, any of those places, or and we'll take it message. into consideration. Yeah, send us a direct you know, message. Maybe we'll set up a guest for next week. Ooh. We gotta I, do I know quick. two people who want to do it. We got to do it quick, but yeah. All right, I'll, mm. I'll ask around. We have Drew and we have Ted that I know of that want to do it mm -hmm. and have yeah. movies in Also, uh, Wild Squash Billy, uh, Connor. Oh, we yeah. filmed uh, the Cafe Coco set. For, for for them, cool. uh, they want to be on the show. Also, well, everybody do their reaching. Jack oh. Cohen, who I mean, Nicole's brother? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah everybody do their reaching out and see who's available. Yeah, yeah, I'm down for whatever. Ooh, we might have a guest next week. We might have cool. a guest next week. We haven't had one in a while, so we the need only to get way back to find on the out is train. to tune in. Yeah, I know we we got we got a couple in mind though, so it seems like let's just get back to it. It'll happen. Um. But yeah, thank you all for tuning in and listening and watching. Also, and uh, us I just had a wild idea. Send us some questions. Maybe we'll start answering questions at the end of the show. That could be a Ooh, fun thing to yeah, do too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's yeah. do it. Like, e like either email us or direct message us. Just a question you want us to answer. It could be anything. Send us mm. some cues and maybe we'll have some A's. We'll turn them into A's. Yeah. <laughs> nice. All right. Hell yeah. Thanks for listening, y'all. Bye. Thank you guys. Bye. Love you. Bye. Love y'all. Love y'all.